February 21st My life snapped I gave so many years away I'll never get back Now I'm looking forward at a portrait that is hard to see I'm asking everybody that I love What is wrong with me? I'm looking to the left Looking to the right I'm looking at myself in the mirror Just like I wanna fight this darkness that I carried I have buried in the back of my mind Next to the real estate that is prime Then it opened up Every unspoken cut Open eyes sewn shut So what? Baby boy grow up Yeah so now I'm getting thrown and I'm spitting every grit until they're smitten when it hits home. Yeah, it can only get better. And I'm looking at these angels like I need a love letter. Better wear a sweater because we going down the rabbit hole. It's been five years since I touched base with your soul. It can only get better. It will never get worse. So I punch through the sky demanding my worth. And now I see through the shit damaging me. In the place of a child is the man you see It can only get better, it will never get worse So I punch through the sky, demanding my worth And now I see through the shit damaging me In the place of a child is the man you see Dated Lizzie for a while, yeah Now we're cool, but this other chick fucked up my shit And set a fire too, deep within the ashes Guess a lion grew Found papyrus, now my iron's wearing iron suit uh. When class is in session, you better find a stoop with rhyming, I'm priming, so when it's time to shoot, I never miss a seven kiss. Maybe be a better gift to every person in my path until I crash into a cliff. I'm back, and I got nothing left to lose. I'm a wrecking ball, so I'm wrecking any record that I choose. My method is collecting all defective views. To paint a picture to relate until my soul renews, it's overdue. Now respect is what I gotta earn. Then writing tragic pages, setting plays, I gotta burn into urns. Then buried underneath a tree. So when the seed grows, it's the lesson that you see. And it can only really get better, it will never get worse. So I punch through the sky, demanding my worth. And now I see through the shit damaging me. In the place of a child is the man you see. It can only get better, it will never get worse. So I punch through the sky, demanding my worth. And now I all righty welcome to a special musical osmosis bonus episode i'm saucy my co-host is odell and our producer is d how's that for a quick intro that's I like the it. quickest ever ever yes. fastest intro in the west <laughs> sure so we weren't going to do two episodes tonight we usually record on wednesdays and we re- usually record double episodes on wednesday unless we're having like you know someone that needs a lot of prep for and we weren't right. going to but then I, f- I figured we had to do an episode tonight, ASAP, so we put this episode together like last minute because it was so important to get our friend Billy on here, a.k.a. Apollo's son, to, you know, just as soon as we could to talk about his new track. So with no further ado, let's jump right in and get Billy, a.k.a. Apollo's son in here. What's up, my friend? How's it going, everybody? How are you guys doing? How are you doing, man? man? Outside of everything else, how are you coping with COVID, the toxic politics, just the insanity (laughs) that is America, dude? I'm waiting. Well, I'm wait. First, I'm waiting for the spaceship uh, to come and get me because I've had about enough of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. There's way too much. And the thing is, you never really truly know, man. You never really truly know because our media is being given to us force-fed in very specific ways so we don't know what's right and what's wrong so i just try to remain silent and allow people to be who they are and uh kind of own their own truth even if i don't agree with it or think that it's out of line or stupid or um you know disagreeable that's you know that that's their perspective there's billions of people on this on this planet and we all have we all think differently we all have different perspectives so who am I to judge the, the mirror that somebody else is looking into? You know, I used to, I used to want to be like, oh, you know, 
F you and, and all this stuff, but I'm at a place now, man, where like I, I had such a tragedy happen to me over the summer that my only concern in life is building quality relationships with people and inspiring people to do the right thing. And that's it. You know, yeah, I don't have time. No easy task. I have, no, I know. And I, I just don't have to, like right now, as much as I want to be involved uh, and voice my opinion, because there are a lot of things going on out there that I disagree with and um, that I think are very ugly and, 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 you know, in our society and things like that. And I do have feelings about them, but man, I am so, I'm internalized right now so much that everything that I have to say is going to be very biased for my own personal trauma right now. And that's why I'd rather just remain silent on like political issues. Um, right. And think, you know, and things going on in the world. Cause like I said, I'm still processing my own shit, man. I don't have, I honestly don't have time to, to even think about the other stuff. I, I pay attention to it and my, my heart aches for it and I have empathy for it. And I think it's terrible what's going on. Um, you know, and it isn't right. Um, but, but I've kind of like come I to said, a conclusion here through all of this, man. And I posted this. This is actually the last thing I posted because I'm just so sick of it all. Just just taking politics out of it, just a total human nature, personal soul sure. psyche type thing. I don't think sure. people were meant to have access to this much fucking information. I don't think the human mind was meant for it or at least hasn't evolved to that point yet. And then you add in for every real piece of information – there's a counter piece of fake information. And then you have to mm-hmm. sift through all of the real information and fake information to find one kernel of truth, which isn't going to be the guy next to you's truth. I just don't think the human mind was meant to process shit like this. Yeah, it's just causing chaos, man. It's information overload. It's 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 the same thing. Yeah. I mean, look at how like look at how kids nowadays are you know, our babies are, are growing up and they're two, three years old and they know how to use touch screens already. And they and they see the technology and it's 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 becoming second nature to them. But then they look at like a rotary phone and they're like, look at this, this is a vintage piece of you know and things like that. Yeah. So I just think it's <laughs> overload for everyone that people just we're going through a transition that that most people I don't think are ready for. Yeah. Or maybe they or maybe they are. I don't know. Um, but um, I think there a lot of people are getting confused because their beliefs are getting challenged daily by people that they love. You know, for starters, that's the big thing that you're seeing right now is you're seeing a lot of clashing between people that you thought you knew, you know, when they're getting yeah. passionate about stuff. And then you finally sudden, you know, you find out just through social media that somebody you grew up with is like a racist bigot. And you didn't know you yeah, didn't exactly. never even realize it until everything, yeah. you know, until the things that are coming out or you, you didn't understand like the concepts of, of white privilege or those kind of things that are people are talking about or even the stuff with the COVID and, you know, the stuff that just happened um, with the gentleman uh, that just was uh, breaking up the fight and all that. Right, you know? right. People yeah. just don't, people are just being so thrown off by everything that they're just, I think, I think the ego is, which is a defense mechanism is kind of kicking in and we're just, we're just, everyone's just hawking out and putting their hawk chest out. And that's not that's not going to solve anything. You know, that's not going to solve anything. That's, what well, that's why solve. I've opted out, man, of a lot of this. And so many times I see something to start to type and I go, what's going to be the end result of this? Somebody's just going to scream fake news in my face and then block me. So what's even the point? Nobody's listening to the other side. Right. So it's right. just better well, just to yeah. opt out. You don't have that dialogue. You don't get that face-to-face dialogue yeah. anymore. Right. It's, you know, you, you right. want to yell behind a computer screen because you know you have that distance. 
No one wants to yeah. get uncomfortable. That, that's the problem. Right. People want to stay in their comfort zone. No one wants to get uncomfortable and have those uncomfortable talks. That's true, dude. And let me say this. Yeah, I know I brought up that Rufus Waldorf page before, but this is a point that I haven't made yet, is I have this page of all the old bands we grew up with in the D.C., Virginia area, and I have it under this Rufus Waldorf. I only post band stuff on there, old pictures for my, for my friends. People I don't want on my personal Facebook that were in bands in those days. I gave them <laughs> access to that. And it's about half Trump supporters, half other people, you know, liberals, whatever you want to call a non-Trump supporter these days. And mm-hmm. it used to be you could scroll through and you would see different opinions. Now it's like someone will post, are you voting for Trump 2020? It's like 60 comments, Trump 2020, Trump 2020. Are you voting for Biden? Biden 2020. And there's no dissenting comment. It is like an echo chamber like I've never seen. It is literally almost every post. Is someone saying something, and then 30 or 40 people agreeing with them, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. There's there's no challenge of thought. There's no dissenting opinion. There's no debate. It's it, the people have made their worlds into. I'm only hanging out with people who think very similar to me, and I just think we've lost something well, in that transition. Yeah. Well, something to remember is that our there's algorithms on the internet you know what i mean that feed us the the information that we're already thinking about that feed us the advertisements for things that we talk about uh when our our phones pick up through the microphone and things like that you know what i mean so like you're everybody's also getting an individualized experience on the internet so we so like my version of the internet might be different from y'all's version of the internet but it's force it's 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 uh, reinforcing my belief system as well. So people are like, yeah, I knew I was right. And then again, back to the ego, back to the fighting, back to the, I told you so, and and this and that, you know. That's for sure true. Because Dee's Facebook feed looks completely opposite than mine. And I'm always like, how are you not seeing this crazy shit? And she's like, dude, I don't follow people like that. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. You, you You can, it's, it's virtual reality, man. You know, the only difference is we haven't we haven't done the AI connection yet. You know what I mean? We haven't done the 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 bridging of the gap between human and artificial intelligence, but we're getting there. They're doing Lawn the man is coming, man, for sure. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. dude. You know, you know, but you never know. Let me talk some music because um you were on here. God, has it been since 2018 when you were doing the um segments on our show, the process with Apollo Sun? Has it been two years? A year and a yeah, half? I think I think so. Yeah. And then you were supposed to release your album. It can get better. And I don't know, like life got in the way, I guess, or things happen. And that album's kind of been at a standstill, right? Yeah. Yeah. I stopped recording it over a year ago. Um, and then um, life kind of took over again. And, uh, you know, and then some uh, really terrible things kind of happened over the summer here that reinforced that. The one thing that I do need to do is get back into music and get back in the, the studio music, was yeah. recording it. Yeah, and the studio I was recording at too. He um his computer ended up uh uh taking the shit on him. So he was unable to access the files for a while. So I couldn't even get to my original files to even like mix Holy anything shit. or record anything. Oh wow. Yeah, and luckily he still has them. He still has them. But that 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 shows you that's like the number one studio rule is that you always want to back up your files on like an external hard drive. You know, because I could have taken oh, those files and and move forward with them somewhere else or whatever. But as far as I know, he's back up and running. I just got to touch base with him. But, you know, the whole COVID thing, I think, is making it difficult for him to want to record and all that because of his children and whatnot. And like I said, I'm right. open to everybody's interpretation of it. So whatever you feel, that's what you feel. And I'm going to respect it, you know. 
Yeah, and you have a new track out, and you've been, I guess, Mm -hmm. inspired to at least get in the studio and make this track here to stay. And I don't think I could do it justice, kind of given the backstory. So if you kind of want to tell us the circumstance and how this song came about, that would be, you know, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Um, first, the, the the song itself was actually recorded in the legendary Green Room in Harrisburg, PA. Um, it's a studio that okay. is very well known for putting out uh, quality music. And I wanted to record this song actually in a studio. Um, I had the financial means to do so. Um, and uh, so I contacted the Green Room. We went back and forth for a while. Derek, the engineer, he's a great engineer, great guy, great person. Um, we, we went back and forth a few weeks via text before we could set up a date. And uh, basically, I got this beat from uh, my good friend, Jay Boom. Uh, he's from Finland. And um, at the time, I was really grieving. I guess I should back up a little bit um, in terms of uh, uh, talking about the song. Um, on July 9th, um, the girl who I had, the woman who I had been seeing on and off for the last two years, her name is Desiree Rose. Uh, she passed away unexpectedly from a drug overdose. Um, and it turns out it was actually fentanyl that did it. Same thing that killed my cousin. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Fentanyl is yeah. a lot of people right now. And, um, she had already been battling, you know, her own demons and I always had tried to help her through them. Uh, she had a bad back and that back, um, that back pain is what started all of it. And uh, so on July 9th, um, I was actually at her house and I didn't see what was going on. But anyway, she left the room to um, go use a phone. And I walked over into the living room after using the bathroom and people asking me where she was. And I found her dead. I was the one that checked her pulse. um, Her children were there. Um, So I went into shock. I couldn't walk. I, I had to sit down. I started throwing up uncontrollably, stuff like that. Um, and then I had to help put together the funeral and all that. And, uh, we had to clean out our house and things like that. And, um, you know, it was just a mess that was left behind. Um, and her and I weren't on the best terms either when it happened, because I had basically told her the day before, like, look, I want a healthy life. And if you're not going to live a healthy life with me, I need to go. Like, I can't live a life where we're you know, where I'm around drugs and stuff, because that's not how I grew up. That's not what I believe in. That's not, that's not part of finding my higher light. That's not part of finding your higher light. And I don't want no parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went over there on July 9th to uh, have that talk, the final talk. And then she invited some people over that brought some things they shouldn't have. And uh, that's that. And that's the history. Wow, so, man. I can't even imagine how it, you fucking process something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was, it was, um, it was pretty bad, man. I almost checked myself into the hospital a day or two later. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't understand it. Um, I am okay. I could be better. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, I've been diagnosed with uh, PTSD as a result. Um, oh, yeah. So, so I'm being treated for that. I'm seeing doctors every other week, um, back in counseling therapy. And then I recently talked to, there's a, they have a national uh, a na- they're a national group, but they have local chapters. They're called Not One More, and uh, it's for people uh, to bring like awareness of drug addiction and things like that. And I spoke to the local chapter president last night, so I'm getting involved with them in terms of like getting into a grief support group where I'll be able to sit and then share my story with other people that have similar experiences because of mm-hmm. it's hard when you don't, 
You know what I mean? If you don't go through something like that, it's hard for you to have a conversation with somebody that does. Um, exactly. You know, there's people that, that try to say they can relate to what I'm saying, but like, it's, it's different. This is different than just like losing a loved one. You know what I right. mean? This is different. Right. It's different when, when it's unexpected and you go from one minute to everyone being happy and you walk over into another room and realize you got to check somebody's pulse because you found them in their own vomit. If I'm being honest, right. you know, I want to be very yeah. honest yep. with you guys about how ugly this situation is. Cause it was, and she still had a cigarette lit and everything. And, um, God. so with that said, I had to help plan the funeral, um, because she was, you know, she was very specific on types of flowers that she always liked and stuff. And I, and, and she always shared her wishes with me. Um, and I had that information. So I helped her mother sit down and take care of all that. Um, there's been an investigation going on. I'm not going to go into that just because it's legal stuff. Um, right. but, uh, but yeah, so as a result of all of that, um, I felt her, her mother had to take on the, the, the burden of paying for the funeral and she didn't have anything, you know what I mean? And, and her house was just filled with stuff. We basically just gave away. And, um, so I decided to uh, put a song out after I got this beat, uh, from my buddy, Jay Boom in Finland. Um, he's a hell of a producer. You've been working with him for a while. Yeah. You've been working, yeah. You've been working with him for a good while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's considered family in terms of beat making and stuff. Every time when we put stuff together, it always comes out really nice, and, and we're very happy mm-hmm. with it. Well, um, the other gentleman, Cruz Vega, that's on the song, um, right? Yeah, Cruz is actually used to Cruz actually used to be one of her roommates, and Cruz, oh, wow. I I was introduced to through Desiree, and Cruz is a hell of a guitar player, a hell of a singer, and a hell of a rapper, an MC. And, um, I used to go to like parties and stuff and he would be there and we'd freestyle together and things like that. But she always wanted us to do a song together. She was a big fan of his music and she's a big, she was a big fan of my music and she always wanted us to do something together. So I invited Cruz. I sent him the beat. I said, if you like it, you know, can we do something together? And I went over to his house one night and his sister actually came over and that's where the hook came from. So the hook that you hear, you hear three different voices on it, but it was actually written by Cruz. Cruz wrote that hook and um, wow. came out beautiful. And uh, him, his sister and I sang it originally. And she was supposed to come to the studio with us to record it. And she has never been in a studio environment before. She was just, uh, she was just a family member that came over when we were hanging out that could sing. And we were like, well, come with us. And, you know, and uh, I like, I like when things happen organically like that. And um uh-huh. So anyway, we practiced it a few times. We really liked how it came out. I shared it on the internet. People liked it. And uh, so the day we booked the studio time was, I think, two Mondays ago. And Cruz's sister, uh, we just call her T, she couldn't make it last minute. She wasn't feeling well. So I sent a text to my good friend, Jess, that goes by the name Lady J, who I've done work with in the past. And I know she can always come through in the, in the clutch kind of thing. She's always been really good at picking up on things quickly. If we are trying to lay something down and all I told her was Jay, I lost my other, you know, I lost my other singer for this chorus. You know, can you please come to the studio? And she's like, what time is your session? And I told her and um, she was like, I'll see you in a little bit. So awesome. Yeah. So she came over and, um, her and Cruz laid down. First, I tried laying down 
some vocals for like the low end of the chorus, but it didn't really come out well. I do a lot better when I hear other people's stuff over, over me. But uh, they went in and laid their stuff and just did some extra stuff for the outro, and it all sounded beautiful. And then we went in and we just laid it down. So the song is called Here to Stay, but it actually has a really personal meaning because Cruz has also has a personal relationship with Desiree Pass. So it's a very important song. And the fact that, one, it was something she always wanted us to do. Unfortunately, it's under circumstances that we don't want, you know, Obviously, yeah. Um, not, yeah, she's not here. Um, for sure. And then the and then the artwork for the single was handled by my good friend Anthony Beeston, um, who does a lot of photography, graphic design. Um, he's a video editor by by trade. Um, and I was working on a cover, but I felt like I needed to step away from it because I was too involved. So I, I pulled out a couple pictures that I had through the years, and I sent him one that he really liked, and you know he really he really made it fit the song kind of almost like a movie soundtrack cover kind of looked like um, okay you know but then and then he took my he, t- he actually took my personal handwriting which i can't stand my handwriting and he was like no nah, i don't make it personal and but i hand wrote the here to stay and then scanned it and gave it to him and stuff but you know to make it personal so now what we're trying to do is is get people to you know download the song off of Bandcamp. it's still going through the process of getting up on like itunes and all that sort of stuff um but for people to not just stream it, but to download it and pay for it, and either if they do it on Bandcamp to donate, you know, more than a dollar or a dollar if that's what they feel inclined to, uh, because we're trying okay. to raise some money to help to help, yeah, to help Desiree's mom uh, finish paying off the cost of the services and the funeral because she's she's still in the hole about three thousand dollars. Wow. And wow. so yeah. you know we're trying to we're trying to help through music, so we're just donating. You know, every every little bit that we get, and we've gotten some donations so far, but I tell you what, you're really seeing, or I'm really seeing, you know, where we stand as a music business in general right now is where people are just streaming shit, man. They're not really interested in buying stuff. If they can listen to it through their phone by connecting through the internet and not actually purchasing stuff, that's what they're doing nowadays. Well, so, how yeah, can uh, people be. find it to help out online? Tell everybody where we can check this out and purchase it. If you just go to apollosun.com, all one word, A-P-O-L-L-O-S-S-U-N, it'll take you to my Bandcamp page, and the newest release is here to stay up in the upper left corner, and that's the one that you can, you know, that you can go uh, and, and do the donations with. And we've gotten some donations. I'm not saying we haven't, um, just, but if we compared to the amount of streams, if, if every single person that was streaming it would have donated you know a dollar we'd already be pretty close to helping her you know got you and it's a powerful track um how much like how cathartic was it to do this i had i have to imagine it helped you know just as much as the therapy to be able to put this all together express yourself in this way and put it out in the ether especially as a campaign to help yeah it was uh it was very therapeutic um the process of recording it in the studio was therapeutic. We recorded it in a way where the beginning we added like rain and tried to make it sound like I was writing the chorus by myself and I was kind of upset. And because she also loved the rain. So that's why we put the rain on the beginning and the end uh, because she, you know, she was a big fan of of the rain in general. And, um, you know, we put all that energy into recording. We, the uh, Derek, our engineer said like, what are you trying to do? Do you want to, walk out of here with something that you can put up online, you know, like a song, like an actual mixed song. He's like, do you want to stop or what do you want to do? I was like, nah, man, I don't want to leave until we're done. 
And, um, you know, so we took it as far as we could in terms of mixing. And, you know, we thought we got it sounding pretty good. So um, we left with it from the studio that night after four hours. And, um, you know, the energy was really high getting it up on the Internet and sharing it with people because I started getting a lot of, like, family members and, and people that were really impacted by her loss that hit me up and, you know, letting me know, like, it was beautiful. And, and that was the goal was to make something beautiful to pay homage to her. I mean, even her, even her dad from Michigan thanked us for doing it. And they, they haven't been in each other's lives for a very long time. And uh, so it was really cool that it was impacting, you know, people that we didn't even really know um in that way but after a few days of you know getting it out online and and getting it up getting it submitted and trying right now i'm waiting on the spotify stuff so i can start trying to get it on some playlists and whatnot but um right now um after we recorded it put it out after about two or three days my energy dropped pretty hard again and then i felt you know kind of back into that hole of feeling lost and not knowing what to do and you know, and that sort of thing. And it comes and goes, man, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm like, I, like I got this shit figured out. I never experienced this before. Right. Um, Yeah, for sure. I have no clue what's going on. I'm not making the best decisions right now, if I'm being honest, you know, for myself and I'm trying to do better, but um, it's really hard. It's really hard when you, you know, when you lose somebody that uh, meant a lot to you um, that you fought really hard for, uh, in a way that you weren't expecting, you know, you, you saw life continuing on, you didn't, you weren't planning for it. You, and it really showed me, you know, when you hear that quote about like, Oh, it could all be over in a second. You better appreciate it while it's there. That's the first time in my life where I was like, that shit's true. Oh yeah, because absolutely. I, I, you know, because I experienced it. I'm, I am a living, breathing example of how, you know, you better make sure that you're, living the life that you want, you know, and if you're not, I highly suggest getting to that because, you know, you never know what. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in really dire straits health wise, nobody wakes up and goes, oh, this might be the day I die. I mean, people don't want to think about that type of shit, dude. But I mean, I kind of work backwards from my deathbed, like think about like, Hey, you know, is this something I'm going to be worried about on my deathbed or is this something that's still going to be bothered? And if it isn't, then I just kind of let it go and keep moving. I mean, nobody sits on their right. deathbed and it's like, I wish I had a bigger TV. It's always like, I right. wish I wrote that great American novel or took that trip to right. Paris. So right. that's well, how that's, I yeah. kind of try to look at stuff. Well, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I, I just read a book. Um, I forgot the name of the book or the author, but he said, um, you know, you don't put your resume on your gravestone. It's, those aren't the things that, you know, you're, that you'll be known by is what's in your mm-hmm. resume. It's what it's what you do as a person and as a human being. That's what you're going to be remembered by. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was pretty powerful. So, yeah. Well, let's play some here to stay and then we'll come back. You like you're gone 
But for me, you're here to stay. I beg for you to stop. You took that knife and stabbed it more. Now my heart's a battered chore, scattered on my cabin porch. You were worth the fight, saw the birth of light. Despite the fact that you would always think you're worthless and you don't deserve this life, but you did. Now I'm rooting through the ash to find the beauty that is left and separated from the trash. I'll never be the same. I see your eyes again and kiss again. And now my skin is blistered like the winter winds in Michigan. I hate the fact that I can't take you back and make it work again. We built this circus verses back and forth until we hurt again. I loved you, then I hate you. But ain't that how the game goes? We lived inside a glass house and both cast the same stones that break bones. But now I'll hold your babies tight and let them know I love their mother for the rest of my life. And now the story changes. And I'll cherish where it goes I just wonder what happened to my Desiree Rose Desiree Rose I know I'm not alone But I know that something's changed And I know it's no one's fault But at times I feel the pain And everyone is in agreement And at times I feel the same They talk about you like you're gone but for me, I could only watch as the waves would wash Pulling you closer, it hurts a lot This ain't the way things should end My dear friend, but a lot of the struggle and the pain you was in It can finally be alleviated Sleep well, my friend, but it's not Just a shot of the wave when it hit It's the pain in its weight And the face that I miss It's the love and the hugs and the smiles in the kitchen Living free, country mud And the love for your children Now and then, live your life and we'll cherish Every glimpse and you'll never be gone only love, always miss, cause we was family So from little bro to big sis Just know that I'ma see you soon and we won't let them forget I know I'm not alone But I know that something's changed And I know it's no one's fault But at times I feel the pain And everyone is angry And at times I feel the same They talk about you like you're gone you were the perfect wreck, fight between light and dark You were a first step, a best friend of light in my heart You were the best test, best love I ever knew And you always were the best for me, it's best I give my best to you Your eyes were so beautiful, they brought me back to home To remind me that I'll never live this life all alone And I'll miss you every night, all the ways that you sleep When you put your body close to mine, when you count sheep And there will never be another you You always made a better me So now it's all because of you I found the man I meant to be I wish I didn't have to say it I wish we never wrote this song Like damn I wish so much was different Like where the fuck did I go wrong I wish I had someone to blame Someone I could pin this on Cause I could list a thousand names And not a one could say I'm wrong But none of that's gonna change a thing It doesn't change the fact you're gone And, and none, none of this will bring you back, back. But in our hearts you will live on I know I'm not alone But I know that something's changed And I know it's no one's fault
Alrighty, that was Here to Stay, the new track by Apollo's Son. Um, we are back here to talk a little bit about the track and also about that album. Um, it can get better. Is it still shelved or is this kind of lit a fire under you to like really go at it and get this album out this year? Yeah, I'd like to get it done. Um, I'm kind of stuck between two places. One either because this song sounds completely different than anything I've recorded so far. Right. Um, to either keep this song and like redo a new album um, with updated production and take the songs I already recorded and just release them as like an EP or something, you know, to kind of get people ready for a, a full project and then start over from there. I don't know. I'm still up in the air, but either way, um, the only well, thing you know, my really opinion, helped. I told you last time you should just kind of start yeah. over from square one fresh perspective and just go at it hard. Yeah, and I think that's probably where it's going to head because, like I said, this song sounds different than anything I've recorded so far if I put it on the album. Because it was also recorded at a different studio, too, and it sounds different. There were different mics being used, different mixing methods, things like that. So it's going to sound, you know, it just, it sounds, if I compare it to other songs that I already recorded for the record, they don't, they don't really mesh well. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do in terms of titles and all that kind of stuff, but... I'm going to try to work something out here soon. It just really depends on me and when I decide to get back up and like live, because right now I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm spending a lot of time sleeping, um, battling depression. Um, makes it very hard for me to get out of bed. So, uh, as soon as I get to that space where I can actually do that, you know, then I'll get back to really knocking out a new record, but I still need some time to heal. It's only been, right. You know, it's only been a month and a half since the actual, you know, passing of Dez. And um, and my heart's still broken over it. And, um, right. you know, and it's not the rest of the world has moved on, you know, in terms of like a lot of people that, you know, were experiencing it with me. I didn't realize how fast the time would go and people would get back to their kind of regular lives. But I also they also didn't have the type of relationship with her that I did. So I can't expect people to, you know, not keep going. Um, right. So it's nothing personal against anybody. It just shows me though that like I gotta, I gotta do this. Is this is one battle that I'm probably gonna have to do on my own, you know? And um, and I have to be okay with that. Um, and right now I'm not okay with that. So that's why I'm kind of like slumped over in my bed half the time, sleeping the day away and stuff. But it's, you know, I'm trying to be honest and vivid with you guys because I don't want I don't want it to sound like I'm. You know, I got to figure it out because I don't. This is this is the craziest shit that ever happened to me in my life. And, yeah, um, man. You know, and I'm I still. I can imagine. I, I'm I'm still grieving every day. You know, so until I get to that space where I can comfortably uh, get back into a studio, I'm just gonna take some time to heal yet. But I feel that the time is coming soon. You know, one more thing I was thinking about: Would you have been able to do this song by yourself, or did you need that collective energy? To put this together, I mean, could you have gone into the studio by yourself and just dropped this song, or did you need the support of other people on this song with you? I definitely needed other people. I needed friends. I needed right. people that were, you know, close to the situation. Um, you know, Cruz played the guitar at her services and sang her favorite song that he wrote from his demo and things like that. So naturally, I just felt inclined to reach out to him, and um, and he did great. And um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it was very much a personal dedication to her um, that she would have, we know that she would have enjoyed the song if she heard it, you know what I mean? Right. It's not, it wasn't just, wasn't just for our closure. It was also for her because she always wanted us to, to uh, do a song together. 
so we did that and it came out better than i thought and it, you know it came out better than we all thought and we <laughs> are uh you know we're very excited about it in terms of, it helps me if i'm feeling really low i'll play the song on my headphones and it helps me with closure too it's not just for other people you know there's people that are, people that just listen to it that aren't close to the situation are just going to hear a song you know paying homage to a person that that we lost um you know but the people that are close to it are getting almost like a, um, a second sermon, you know, to help them deal with the feelings that they may have unsettled about the whole situation. Because there are, there are a lot of people that are really upset and, and, and bruised and battered over what has happened with her uh, because we all wanted her to, you know, live a good life. And uh, that just uh, wasn't in the cards, you know. Well, I got I to gotta chime in here, and this doesn't happen very often, as you musical osmosis listeners can attest. Um, for the empathic people, for the really sympathetic people as well, I'm sure this wasn't just a song. I mean, I've never, I never met Des, um, mm-hmm. never knew her at all, but this is a song that for me, I could hear the complex relationship. I could hear the just unabashed, you know, total, you know, love no matter what, the the fight, the fierceness, I could hear all that. And it was, I mean, it, it really, it took me there to a really beautiful but bittersweet place. And, and I definitely encourage anybody who just needs a minute, you know, who just needs to hear that hope and that love and that compassion for another human being, um, just, you know, and yeah, also, everyone sure. listening, please donate, because this is the time mm-hmm. that, I mean, during all of this that's going on in this country, in this world right now, this is a time people have to come together and show that America still has a soul and that we want to help each other out and that we can help each other and be f- there for each other, even if we don't know each other, even just to go, hey, man, this is a kick-ass artist, and I, you know, I want to support them because that's important. Oh, yeah. So oh, I yeah. hope people yeah. get that message, man. Yes. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, it's nothing. I'm not, you know, I paid out of pocket to record it. I'm not collecting any of that money back. I don't care about it. And I even quit my job. So I'm not worried about, you know, re getting any recouping any of my studio costs. My main goal is to help her mother. And then if there's anything left over, we plan on giving it to her kids. She has three kids, you know, that are now motherless and we'd like to do something nice for them too, if possible, um, going forward and whatnot. So you know, it's not a, it's not a, this isn't a GoFundMe. This isn't a, you know, a Kickstarter type campaign. This is a true to life. Somebody, I mean, I know, I know GoFundMe's, they can have some stuff. You know, sometimes they're not all just people trying to mooch money, but, um, no, it's not I all Steve Bannon more, and his fake wall. There are some, good right. Ones. I feel, yeah, there are, there are, and I don't yeah. want to downplay but that. This but, is, uh, but this is, def- there, this there's is somebody different. out there that can relate to what, you know, it's it's amazing how you can write a song and you may not think well other people are going through it or other people are, but there's people going through what you're going through and 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 your words are going are going to convey that so um yeah I, I see it as yeah. I see it as a form of therapy too man so like you know them days that you're not wanting to get up man grab that notebook man if it's just sitting in your bed and write just write whatever whatever you're going through just write it down and um you'll be amazed yeah. what comes out of that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's good advice, man. You definitely need to keep on writing and get a new album out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think now's the time. I agree. 
All righty. Well, we're going to let it go there. I want to thank you for coming in and sharing your story with everybody. And yeah, again, man. tell everybody how they can help. Is there a separate way to help beyond the band camp? Is there a place for direct donations or anything like that going on? Um, there is a GoFundMe page, but I don't have the link offhand. Um, what I can do is maybe what I'll do is I'll add the GoFundMe link and I'll do that tonight. Or you can go to apollosun.com which will take you to my Bandcamp page, which will have the song here to stay. And you click on that song and it says, you know, download for a dollar. But then beside it, it says name your own price. So you can, you know, all we're asking for is a dollar. If you want to do anything more, that would be great. Um, or you can donate directly uh, to the GoFundMe page, which, like I said, I'll get that link up on my, my uh, Bandcamp page tonight. But those are the two main ways um of donating to getting this uh service paid off because there's no reason for it in terms of her mother having to take that burden you know all on herself so we're just trying right. to help her mom exactly. all righty man well you take care right, we're in uh, your corner for sure definitely man no doubt much love guys you too you too brother
Just repaint those dreams Freezing in the woods with a gun on his hip On his sanity is where he's slowly losing his grip City lights pollute the sky Glow in the distance Handicapped to the bones Needing assistance Empties out the clip Screaming at the town But if they can't hear the bullet Does it even make a sound in his mind? He's thinking fucking kill them all Too many hills to climb They're blind and gonna fall How can they be so blind? Will they ever heal? Too caught up in a matrix Can't see the real But his problem is He cares too much Where's his heart on his sleeve For the world to touch On the verge of breaking Painstaking and crushed And he's so sick Of the same paintbrush If he can't stand the drawings Then he needs to leave Disappear in the rabbit hole Where the truth bleeds So if you don't take the rain Can't hurt the sun If you can't stand the fall You shouldn't ever run The heart of falling Everybody grab a brush Repaint those dreams And leave them untouched If you don't take the rain Can't hurt the sun If you can't stand the fall Shouldn't ever run The heart of falling Everybody grab a brush Just repaint those dreams